0: oh hello um welcome back to the sipping with savage podcast i didn't realize that i hit record but i'm not that surprised um today i'm sipping some hot chocolate it's still steaming actually um i hope i don't burn myself and i want to talk about a lot of really interesting things that i've been kind of putting together in the past couple of days maybe the last like 10 days I really do want this podcast to be a weekly thing, but sometimes like seven days is not enough days to synthesize my ideas. Anyway, so last night I went to this, like, it was a recording of a show that will soon be on PBS. I'm really not sure if I'm allowed to tell you its title, but it was about Albert Einstein. And I didn't realize Albert Einstein was a Pisces. And I find that really relevant because Pisces season just started on the 18th or 19th of this month today is the 21st and I thought that was kind of an early start to Pisces Uh, most signs start on like the 21st or the 22nd obviously there's cusp situations like we have right now where it starts a little bit early. There are also cusp situations where like it'll start later, but there was just something about this Pisces season starting early that kickstarted a lot of um, I don't want to say thoughts because that's really vague. Kickstarted a lot of initiatives in my mind. like they weren't just thoughts, but it became really clear what I was going to do and why I was going to do it. And like, as that was happening, I got invited to this Einstein show and I thought it was so fitting to like watch this Pisces as I enter Pisces season um kind of navigate his life and it's a life that means a lot to a lot of people uh he it was like a front runner back in the early like 1900s about about excuse me in the early 1900s most of his work was about um quantum theory and like just the way in which we understand the world around us. If you look him up, uh, Wikipedia or any really internet resource, we'll call him a theoretical physicist. But I think that's just like real fancy talk for Einstein was a philosopher. He thought really carefully about why the world works the way it does and like what our role is in it. But he didn't speak about us as people with feelings and stuff, but he spoke about particles, and he spoke about light, and he spoke about waves, and he spoke about matter and energy. And when it all boils down, like astrology, tarot, self-compassion, like all these discussions that I have already, they all boil down to what is the matter doing? What is the energy doing? And and how do I control it? Um, I mentioned that Einstein is a Pisces because uh, ob- I want to say obviously, but maybe it's not obvious because it wasn't obvious to me until like I watched this show. Um, but it became clear to me that Einstein had to work his entire life to be accepted in his ideas. And he wasn't very good at like the world of academia, so for a long time he worked as a patent writer or patent approver, essentially. He worked in a patent office, not like a lab or like some beautiful place <laughs> where they study space. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but like whenever you think of Einstein and all these scientists, that tends to be what we think about, like these people working in these wonderfully established, places with many associations and so much help, and everyone is clamoring to work with them, but Einstein and probably a lot of the other scientists that we know and read about and attribute to most of modern technology, most of them were not celebrated for a very long time. And then like things happen because you've said a certain thing that kind of tarnishes your memory, And what I'm talking about there is how a Pisces, or how a person, navigates Pisces season. Pisces season is not uh, a weather season. It is the four weeks in which Pisces is the sun sign. It started early February 18th. It will probably end, I don't know, in a month from now, March 20th or so. And navigating Pisces season is, frequently the strange part of winter where you know it will be spring soon, but there are still things to do to like finish up the winter. And it's really important in Pisces season to set yourself up for success in the coming year. And of course, it's February 18th, the new year 2019 started six weeks ago. But frankly, um, the astrology of this particular new year didn't make it feel like a particularly new year. There was a time like from January 1st until about the first week of February that I just felt like I was floating around. And I felt that I was floating around because there had been two eclipses in January and the new year. And it was like on the tail of... um, all the holidays having happened and like when the holidays are happening you do have to like rearrange a lot of your life so that you can like fulfill a lot of expectations and still in your opinion lead a normal life and a lot of the time it's kind of hard to navigate that and so it kind of this like hard to navigate sort of feeling and emotion kind of followed me at least and I think a lot of other people into basically all of January and so I saw January reflexively, of course, when I was in it, I was just like, everything sucks, I'm probably depressed. Um, I think we we do remember that episode. Um, where is it going with that? Yeah, January was just an interim. I think February, for me, and I think for a lot of people, has been like, oh, everything is changing. My goals are real things. I can actually do these things that I set out to do. Um, But like Einstein, I think it's important to recognize that the world around you is not necessarily ready for you to be saying or doing or living that thing. But you know what Einstein did? He just kept going. He has a lot of other planets and a lot of other places. Thank you astrotheme.com for enlightening me on that. I love astrotheme.com. Not because I'm curious about celebrities, but... I often feel like certain celebrities play certain roles in in things that they're cast in, and I'm always curious about, like, well, what sign is that person? Like, what archetype are they f- fulfilling? And, like, usually celebrities don't play roles that far out of who they actually are, and, like, there are a lot of celebrities, so, like, there is no reason to play so far out of who you are. Also, I am not... Um, fooled or, you know, that naive to think that I know everything about a celebrity by watching whatever they're in and then reading their um, astrology stuff, their birth chart, really. Um, it's just a way that I relate to the world around me because, oh, this is so fitting. Because when I was a kid, maybe up until I was like... Uh, seven or eight in my house we only had like very basic cable and PBS was the only channel with kids shows on it and I think it's very fitting that I only see the world through like a very distinct number of lenses like um your early life is kind of like the determining factor of who you are later whether you realize it or not and like you as a infant and as a young child, start to like develop these things that you say to yourself, the things that you know to be true. And so I'm very thankful to PBS. PBS, if you're listening, thank you for all of my childhood programming. Um, The programming, that's what I'm saying. The programming on PBS is a very positive kind of programming. It's a programming that is very, um, how do I say? I'm saying, how do I say, like, I speak another language? I really, (laughs) I wish I did. Um, Or maybe I do, the language of my thoughts compared to the language of what other people understand. Uh, The programming on PBS is very positive programming. It teaches you the value of trial and error. And it teaches you that if you say something is true and you work toward it then it will be true and that can be as small as belief or it could be as big as you want to build a house um just thinking about what those shows were let's shout them out who were they the barney of course uh the painter guy who's the painter guy bob the painter guy ross bob ross um oh of course mrs frizzle and the Magic school bus and Zoom. Come on and Zoom. Come on and Zoom. Okay. I hope that was on PBS and I'm not shouting out 13. Oops. Wait, is PBS 13? I'm a little confused. I don't have a TV anymore. Uh, Mr. Rogers. I'll be your neighbor. Um, Was Arthur on PBS? He was an aardvark. I used to think he was a mouse. All of them. They look like, I don't know, some of them look like real people. And then... Somebody told me that they're aardvarks and I didn't have like a schema in my head for what an aardvark was. so I was like, oh, like a mouse. Can you tell him from the Bronx? Can you? I hope you can. <laughs> um, Einstein. So the Einstein show that I watched being recorded last night is going to be on PBS. And I think it's very fitting because I think Einstein's entire life has, was about, has been about. I mean, the the man is still alive somewhere. He like froze himself, right? Anyway, his life was about trial and error and having such a positive mindset that when people laugh at you, you just keep going and make your work better and make yourself better. And um, so what if your really genius suggestion about atomic power ends up ruining an entire Japanese island? Like the point I'm making is like you made the suggestion you had the knowledge to even say that and I think that is what deserves celebration and I think that's what Pisces season is going to be this year it's going to be about choosing to celebrate instead of choosing to see the negative right and I think uh this moment at the start of the new year 2019 astrologically of course this moment is setting the stage for the rest of the year what else will you say to yourself the rest of the year will you say to yourself like oh that thing i tried out in january february was so stupid it didn't work out like how dumb was i to even try that or are you gonna say like i tried that and look at where i am now it worked out it didn't who even cares like i'm something and i'm somewhere and relevant because Einstein, I wish like we could read his like personal thoughts instead of all of his like equations and scribbles and all these things that are indicative of his intermittent madness in instead of like what he was actually thinking. Of course, he like wrote letters to people, but that's not quite the same. Um, maybe we should all be encouraged to write letters to ourselves. Because most of that show that I watched was, um, am I allowed to say this? I hope I'm allowed to say this because I'm going to say it. The narration was all pulled from, like, historical record. Like, all the things that they said in that show were things that Einstein and other scientists actually said. And I really appreciate that because, like, who wants another, like, historical interpretation of the facts? Like, no, it's 2019, we're done with that. And it's Pisces season. We're real, real done with that. His birthday, if you're wondering, is March 14th, um, 18... Sorry, 1879. I almost said 1897. Um, That's quite a difference. (laughs) Uh, March 14 is of interest to me because when I was in high school, I was in Latin class. And Latin class ended up being a class on the old world, and the old world was like ancient Rome, and sometimes a little beyond it, ancient Egypt, and sometimes a little forward of it, um, like whatever, like the Italian Renaissance. I don't really know when that was, but essentially in my Latin class, I didn't really learn too many Latin words, but I learned about social structure, and I learned about, you know, Those inside jokes that like people tell that like you don't get because you're not in on it. And so, one of the things that I got in on was the Ides of March. I'm just gonna let that word hang for a moment while I take a short break. The Ides of March, what are those? And we're back. Right, so the Ides of March, um, the Ides of March are like the middle of March, and ever since like the ancient Romans, everyone's been not afraid of, but afraid of the Ides of March. Maybe not everyone, maybe not you last year or you this year, <laughs> but I mentioned the Ides of March because Julius Caesar was killed that day. And so from that day that he was killed forward, everyone kind of treats the Ides of March as like, oh, beware the Ides of March. I'm sure um, whatever movies that came out whenever they did that were set in ancient Rome, they probably mentioned this about the Ides of March. Um, But what I want to say to you about the Ides of March is why are we still afraid of the Ides of March? Do we have to be? Why are we holding on to something that doesn't serve us? Um, holding on to something that doesn't serve us is very in tune with all that I've been saying about what is your vibration and how that creates your reality. And so uh, as like we've gotten to the other side of the full moon that happened on the 19th of February... As we've gotten to the other side, there's been this moment, at least for me, where I have felt like I have a choice here to either flow with what's happening around me or like be stagnant and like have whatever is around me kind of push against me. And so it's just for my word choice, obviously it's going to be better to flow, but I think it's better to flow because. It opens up so many possibilities. It comes back to like what Einstein did. He didn't, when they laughed at him, give up. He didn't remain stagnant and say, well, no, this is my idea. He worked on his idea and he came back at them. And there was some point in like the early 1900s where he was presenting his ideas and his work every week. Um, I found it interesting that it was like in November, like in Scorpio season, And he is a Pisces, and both of those are water signs. Um, Water being the element of the Earth that can flow. And speaking of water, I think with our new astrological year and our new kind of like outlook on life, we're about a month away from the spring equinox. It's about to be spring in less than a month also february is short so maybe even less less than a month and so like for me it's a time of figuring out like what you're not going to do wrong anymore and i think it should only be one thing there you shouldn't have like a laundry list of i'm not going to do this and i'm not going to do that and i'm not right because like that's hard to keep up with and then You ultimately don't do all of them and then you feel a type of way about it and then the way that you feel creates your reality and like you want to set yourself up for success when you're choosing this thing right now. So what I'm choosing right now is to never be dehydrated. And um, maybe that sounds ridiculous, but I think I've been bad at that. And I think that's why this winter has been kind of difficult. Um, for a lot of us, really, because it's hard to stay hydrated when it's cold out. Because let's face it, you drink something a little bit cold and then your whole body is cold. So that's why I'm drinking this hot chocolate right now. I was gonna say hot tea. I'm not drinking hot tea right now. That's why I'm drinking this hot chocolate because, like, dehydration is a silly reason to feel bad. Um, why? What do I mean? Why am I saying that? Um, Well, when you're dehydrated, like, you have so many symptoms that can be, the word is co-indicated, like, this symptom of dehydration is the same symptom for something much worse. So, like, the main symptoms of dehydration are, like, vomiting, or um, headache, or, like, you don't have any energy, or you're constantly fatigued, stuff like that, and Those things that like mess with your energy are really not worth it because in your everyday, like thinking about how to maintain your energy should not be how you spend your energy. And when you're dehydrated, my bad, my phone rang, and that means you can't record your podcast anymore. Sad times. um, I think where I cut off, I was talking about dehydration as a waste of energy, essentially. And I find it very synchronous, almost fractal, that water flows, and like dehydration would be a lack of that flow, and your energy also flows. And when you don't have the water flowing, you can't have your energy flowing. And I think it's important to keep both flowing. Because that's how you stay like moving. That's how you remain abreast of everything. Um, And I think it's important to remain abreast of everything because if you get stuck on maybe like one particular emotion in the day or one particular idea, then you start to focus on it in a way that you wouldn't normally. And I think that it's like those moments that create a day that goes bad and create a moment that doesn't really go the way you wanted it to because you didn't respond in a way that made sense. And I'm not accusing anyone of making poor choices or doing the wrong thing in any situation, but I know, thinking about myself, when I don't feel 100%, I don't behave 100%. And so me crossing out hydration. wow me crossing out dehydration is going to be the way that I'm monitoring my... monitoring, monitoring? Talking is hard. Monitoring myself. And like when you monitor yourself, that's when you can become more in control of your life and the way your whole life works. Um, And I mention this because when you're dehydrated, you're lacking something. And the body, through evolution knows how to deal with that we call that like survival mode not necessarily fight or flight not necessarily these other cute little monikers we have um but the evolution of the body at least was intended to highlight the survival mechanism and a lot of the survival mechanisms take away from other functions of the body to solve the issue of what is lacking but I think that the body's focus on what is lacking is bad for us as humans with emotions and energy that flows or doesn't flow. Because this like survival instinct moment is critical, you need it, but it also makes you feel like you're without something. And to feel like you're without something will change your vibration to be without that thing. And so not that you have to think about like your water intake or think about this thing that you're not going to do anymore, but rather think about it as I have that, I am that, I do that. So I'm changing my thoughts on dehydration to be, I have had enough water. I am hydrated. I am in flow because survival mechanism, while it has been the reason that humans continue to exist, and perhaps even I continue to exist, doesn't serve my emotional intelligence, doesn't serve the way that I need to be approaching my life and thinking about it. And so I'm urging everyone to think carefully about your norms. And if you want them to be norms, and just choose one. One at a time, right? Like, smaller steps. Um, I think I'm going to take a short break and we're going to talk really quickly about how else to stay hydrated because it's not just water. And then we might even talk about periods because those are fun sometimes. (laughs) Talk soon. Did you get something to drink yet? Because I've been sipping this hot chocolate and I actually finished it. What are you drinking? Let's all end dehydration. Okay, so the reason I want to stop being dehydrated is because I wanna put myself in charge of my own healing and I want to be very aware of what needs healing. And I think the way to do that is to mitigate or lessen um, the things that go wrong that are just because of dehydration. Because if something is going wrong after I'm hydrated, then that's really something that I should be dealing with. And for right now, for like this season that we're in, this like transition that we're in, like about to be spring after the full moon, all these things that are astrologically significant, I think it's important to maintain energy. And I think a way to do that is certainly diet, but an easier way to, like, make sure that you're getting all of your nutrients is supplements. And for right now, for where the sun is, for where, like, what foods are in season and not in season, I think it's important that we all start, like, thinking about the ions in our body. Like, if you only have salt, sodium, and chlorine – You do need other salts and elements and minerals in your body for your body to work properly. And let's face it, like drinking this hot chocolate is not gonna give me that as much as I would like it to. And so the supplements I'm experimenting with right now are supplements that I've taken in the past, but I usually stop taking them at some point, like when it gets warm out, because I don't know, like I just don't need them when it's warm out but when it's cooler out and when it's transitional like this i do take uh, magnesium zinc and vitamin b usually be like 12 and b6 and each of them zinc is a little bit different so first magnesium and b vitamin are energy maintainers they b vitamin helps like all of your food break down a little bit slower such that like your body can really absorb whatever the nutrient content, whatever the energy content is. And then magnesium, magnesium is usually used to like help you fall asleep, but it's not used like take this one pill and fall asleep immediately. It's something that needs to be built up in your body and something that your body is going to respond to. And so magnesium, for me at least, helps maintain my water balance and helps maintain like restful sleep cycles. For the past few days since the full moon and like a little bit before, I've been going to sleep relatively early and I've been lucky enough to sleep eight to nine hours every night Um, and I wake up from these like crazy ass dreams like was I even asleep and it's not that I'm tired, it's just like the experience of the dream is draining and so I'm wondering if I were to enhance my sleep with magnesium, what that's going to feel like the following morning. Because I think Pisces season is a time when a lot of people have a lot of crazy dreams, but they shouldn't take away from your sleep quality, to be completely honest. And I think also dehydration has a lot to do with that. Because these dreams are so crazy that I wake up sweating. Two nights out of the past couple, sweating. And obviously, if you're sweating in your sleep, you are dehydrating in your sleep. Um... More on sweating in your sleep in a different episode, I think. (laughs) I don't think I'm necessarily stressed. I don't think anything is really going wrong in my life. I think it's I'm very sensitive to this seasonal change, and I think it's important to listen to that. Zinc is really great for maintaining water balance as well, Um, and it's also really great for maintaining immunity. Um, Zinc blocks a lot of the receptors that are kind of in charge of inflammation and like making any kind of like intruder to the body like that responds so much worse like it will kind of what's this word like sequester whatever is going wrong into one area so that your body can fight it a little bit better and faster and then you'll be over it before you know it they put um silver obviously not zinc but it's a metal And so, uh, clearly, I have some kind of interest in metals here. Um, They put silver in this drink at Juice Press. I think they don't have it in the drink anymore. People probably complained about it. It was colloidal silver, and they had it in this, like, wellness shot. What was it called? Um, Apologies, I don't remember. Because they changed the name when they took the silver out. Ugh. I wish someone would remind me what it was called. Essentially, it was just three ingredients and this colloidal silver, and it was maybe like four ounces. And you drink the four ounces and it's terribly sour. There's a lot of like lemon and like pepper and like just a little bit of water and maybe even garlic, something, juice press. What was that drink? Anyway, I bring that up because I used to take those when I first started teaching and my immune system was let's just say, really not prepared (laughs) to be around so many people all the time. Um, And they really did work. And then they took the silver out of it. And it stopped working as effectively. And so that's when I started taking zinc and magnesium and like a lot of these other supplements. Because clearly, it's difficult to get those nutrients that you need just strictly out of your diet. Like You gotta sometimes take the wellness shot. You gotta sometimes take the supplement. Um, something that I'm really into currently. In the So uh, a couple weeks ago in my last episode, I was talking about turmeric oil and how I've been putting that into my drinks. Well, turmeric uh, absorption in the body is improved by black pepper. And so instead of putting like flakes of black pepper, I got a black pepper oil and they mix really nicely into any drink. And actually, black pepper has a cannabidiol compound in it, best known as CBD. I think CBD is my next episode because I'm feeling like I have said all I've needed to say in this particular one, but I hope you'll tune into that one pretty soon. And so just a closing thought. Um... As we like come into this new year, Pisces season leads into Aries season. Aries season is like the start of a new astrological year. So technically, in Pisces season, we're like in that December end of year moment, but it's it's astrological, like you feel it a lot more, or at least I do. And so I've been thinking about how the universe would not make you face something that you weren't ready for, be it whatever is happening in your life. Um, I don't want to mention anything happening in anybody else's life, just because that's not nice. Um, And it's, it's a little hard to mention what's going on in my life because there's a lot and it's all going to culminate into really great work and really great things and a lot of fun, honestly. But it makes me wonder if all the events in your life are reflections of you and like the universe or just the world around you reflects back exactly what you give it right like my vibration is not just within me but it vibrates out into the world around me and creates not just the reality that i understand but also the reality that everybody else understands and so when you're changing your one thing for the new astrological year, when you're changing that one thing, think about, like, what's the one thing you don't want to be true about your life anymore? Because if you come from that place of these five facts, and, like, within those five facts, is nothing that you... Sorry. Within those five five, (laughs) facts... Excuse me. Within those five facts are everything... you believe in and everything that you want to accomplish and everything that you want to do there won't be room for things to go wrong and all you have to do is make that one change to your thinking and maybe to your activity for me drinking more water is going to be me taking a pause more frequently to think carefully about What's happening in this situation? How am I understanding this situation? And how can I continue to create a reality that I want to be in before I even respond or react? Thinking about response versus react is another thing too. So upcoming episode on CBD, maybe in a week. Reflecting. There's a lot about to happen. There's really a lot about to happen. Not just Pisces season. Although I've belabored that fact, um, I was looking at the like chart for today as I was looking at Einstein's chart. Again, astrotheme.com. Thank you. It's a cool website. Um, if you want your own chart, I don't know that I recommend that one. Um, but I saw that the planet Uranus, laugh now if you must, Uranus is at the very tail end of the sign that it's in. And Uranus is one of these planets that takes a very long time to get to another sign and so the sign is about to enter its Taurus and Taurus is an earth sign and so it's going to be all about like producing your best work and really setting the stage for the next couple of years since Uranus takes so long to transit somewhere else and so Thinking about what's that one thing you're going to change. And thinking about if that's a useful thing to change long term. It's hard to think long term. I agree. But with this new season, this new year, this new Uranus placement, I think it's going to be very worth it. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to sip frequently. Bye.